Welcome to CloudNets, where networks meet cloud. We're helping you to keep up with the latest in the quickly changing field of high-scale networking. And now, our networking experts. Hi, and welcome back to CloudNets, where networks meet cloud, and this is the season three premiere. Yeah, we didn't uh, believe we'll see the day. So, <laughs> today we're going to talk about some myths about uh, disaggregated distributed chassis or network cloud or whatever. And we have our famous myth buster. Yes, that's Ron, right. Ron, thank you for joining. So My Ron, pleasure. I'm going to throw three myths at you. And we'll I'm see. supposed to bust them? Yeah, you're Ooh. going to bust them. So three. The, the, yeah, so the first myth about uh, network cloud and, and this architecture in, in general is that it's a one-off. It's, you know, just DriveNet and it's just AT&T because, you know, AT&T is, you know, the main customer mm -hmm. and this is where it's going to stop. Okay. Is that so? Oh, not really. Okay. Well, above AT&T, AT&T is huge. AT&T is over 50%. That's, that's true. But we also have customers based, tier one customers based in India, based in Japan, based in Europe. Uh, we have the DDBR coming from TIP, which is kind of becoming a, a more predominant standard and lots of operators are chimed into, into this. So it definitely goes beyond AT&T. Besides that, there are also alternatives. So it's not just DriveNet deploying DDCs. There are other solutions. It's just that, you know, they are not as good as ours and, and that's why you don't hear about them, but they do exist. And actually in a recent report, I remember reading that out of the 10 main, main SP globally, uh, four of them are already deployed uh, um, DDC and four of them are in testing phase. So Correct. It, it's a big thing. And yeah. it's 80% of the tier one market is yeah quite yeah. big. So this is the first myth. Mm -hmm. Thank you for busting. Yep. The second one is the operational headache and specifically the fact that you know we take the, the back plane of the chassis and distribute it and it's all cables and connecting different boxes and there's a, an operational fear that how do you approach this? How do you troubleshoot this? Uh, you know. Okay. Um, on the contrary, traditionally you would have a chassis, right? Kind of a big black box. Anything that goes wrong within the chassis, you're dead in the water. You don't and, know what's and, going on on the inside. Yeah, and it goes wrong. You know, sometimes you enter a, a card and uh, you one do it. One of the pin is bent. Yeah, one of the pin is bent, and the whole chassis goes. It, it's it's a, it's Murphy's up. law. Yeah, something something will 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 go wrong because. Because something will just go wrong. Yeah. Things happen. So, so also in DDC, things go oh, wrong. Yeah, absolutely. But, but where, while in, in a chassis, you don't have any ability to troubleshoot the insides of the chassis, right? In a DDC, you can. All the interfaces are external. You have probes and indicators as to what's going on between these interface points. And therefore, you can troubleshoot in a better way what's going on in the insides of a DDC because it's a fact. Outside. So while in you know in a chassis you can't go into the back plane and fix maybe a single connection that went bad, you have to replace all the chassis. Here you have visibility to the, the fabric and, and the chassis and you can yeah, pretty yeah. much just, just, troubleshoot. And, just because and you, you close your eyes doesn't mean that the problems go away. Here you don't close your eyes. Okay, great. And the last thing is that there are lots of boxes. And you know it's it's a fairly complex architecture, at least in terms of the number of elements in a single entity or a single cluster. And you will probably need more people. You know, people are talking about adding uh, uh, full-time employees in order to handle this complexity. Mm -hmm. And actually, well, actually, yeah. Also, in, in this case, quite the opposite. Um, 
you can solve one big problem and that takes a lot of expertise. And you can break this problem into a lot of many identical small problems. This is how you automate. You can automate a lot of many small problems, but automating one big, huge problem is a bigger challenge. And, th this and the example, familiar. Yeah, <laughs> because you heard it before, because yeah. this is exactly what the hyperscalers has done, have done um, going into building these huge facilities data centers. They say they, they automate everything, they normalized everything into something which is replicated in many, many times, and then apply automation onto this, and this is how you get to uh, four um, engineers managing a data center of 100,000 servers, and wow, how is that possible? So actually less FTE than, you know... Than a lot less FTE, yeah. a lot less FTE, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, so we promised three myths. Three myths busted. busted. And thank you very much, Ron, for busting. Thank you for watching. Stay tuned for additional episodes of Season 3. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And that closes up on another episode of CloudNets, where networks meet cloud. Thank you for listening and be sure to subscribe to get the latest episode of CloudNets.